recording my audio and video all at once. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I thought you were just gonna go right into it. You can bring us into it. I did the oh, intro snap. last You're right. time, so. Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Quarter Twins. <gasps> what wow. the hey? We are doing... There's too much content. Oh, there literally is. Um, I could do an episode every day of the week, <laughs> but I don't get paid very much to this do this. This is our day job. We would do an episode. So, uh, yeah, we're going to need... We're going to need your guys' help to fix that. Um, my name is Joshua. I'm your host, intro or host today. <laughs> this is Jordo. Hello. He is our other host for the episode right. today. As always, we are Quarter yeah. Twins, the only podcast where two quarters makes a dollar because mm-hmm. we're worth twice as much. That's what that means. Yeah, together we're we're quarter well. twins, but we're worth more than a quarter. Yeah, you understand? That makes sense to you. I, I would like to think that we're worth more than one quarter each. Yeah. So, yeah. what are we doing today? What are we doing today? Today, question. We we've decided, you know, we we've been a little rocky with the uploads lately. We've been a little off our our game. That's right. And so this week, you know, we, not only is there more than enough content to make two episodes, but we thought we would bring you guys two episodes as sort of an apology for our lack of consistency. And, uh, well, here we are, bringing it to you in absolutely glorious fashion with an episode all about Andor. Star Wars Andor is the new episode or the new Star Wars Disney Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very new, it's very fresh, and uh, we have thoughts and feelings about it. Uh, I don't really have much else intro top of the show stuff because uh, we don't even have a document. For this, we're just like, oh, let's talk about Andor. Let's just totally do it. Totally improv. Right and now. so here we are. I don't know. I know that we both like it, but I don't really know what what he has in store for this episode. <laughs> so I'm excited enough as Where it is. Where are we going with this? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so let's jump into it. Jordan. You watched yeah. the first three episodes right away, right out of the gate. I did. Yeah, Wednesday morning um, when I woke up. It's on up. Wednesdays. I Actually, watched them yeah. with my parents just last night because Ooh. I couldn't find time to do it uh, before then. And, um, well, here we are now. Finally, I got to watch it. I texted Jordan way past his bedtime because he's two hours ahead of <laughs> yeah. me. He didn't get to read it till this morning, but it's way it, past it, my yeah. bedtime. Well, it would have been midnight you, for you. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, he's early. a goner. Yep. He's got to wake up early and sling that coffee. <laughs> that's right. I sure did. So, but yeah, you did text me. Mm-hmm. And I a shared my thoughts. Text. <laughs> I shared my <laughs> thoughts and feelings <laughs> on the, in that message. Yeah. And uh, Put it on well, the screen. Just kidding. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, I. 
Let, you know what? Let's hear from Jordan first. I've talked this entire time. Let's hear from Jordan. Oh. Jordan. Oh, sure. You saw the first three episodes. Where are your thoughts and feelings? How are you I feeling? Did. Yeah, so when when this episode that you're, you all are listening to comes out, the fourth episode will be out. We haven't watched that yet because we're recording before that. So we've only seen the first three episodes. Um, and yeah, they released all three episodes at once. Um, it's going to be a 12-episode show, by the way. It's not. It is going to be. They're not episodes. releasing half the show already. Yes, which is great. Um, yeah, I we talked like when the podcast started, probably when before we had seen a trailer or anything. Um, I was like, I was at the very, very low, the lowest possible interest I could have for a Cassian Andor series mm-hmm. was where I was at. I had literally no interest. Um, and then Obi Wan Kenobi came out. And sent me into a deep, dark depression. Yes. Um, and I was even less interested in Andor after that because I was like, they're, they're, they're not doing anything worth my time. They're just they're wasting time and energy and, and Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And they're just like, they're ruining everything. Um, and, and then the first trailer for Andor came out and I was like, whoa, that looks... <laughs> fantastic Whoa. <laughs> hold up the fr- i mean i still watch i've seen the show the first three episodes of the show and i'll still go back and watch the trailer because it's such a good trailer it was a great trailer um, we watched it before we yeah. watched the three episodes and i was oh like my oh my gosh this looks so good <laughs> this show is gonna be amazing um and yeah i i am just i am extremely thrilled to be able to tell all of you that it is 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 far surpassed any expectations I could have possibly had. All of the trailers looked amazing. The clip they released that I watched was amazing. I was like, this show is going to be amazing. And it freaking is. It's one of the best things. Jordan likes something, guys. I know. Let's go. I told um, our friend Colton, friend of the show. Friend of the show. um, Who's been on the show once. The um, first guest. I, I I told him I I said I I cried at the end of the uh, the third episode just no a, just a little bit I'm not like mm. a baller but I'm like just a little tear came out because for for reasons multiple reasons one the the emotional impact of the show was just that great and the 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 music was swelling absolutely and things were happening and that was emotional and I was just like. And then being overwhelmed with the fact that I was feeling this strong of a emotion towards a Star Wars thing again was just oh. like enough to make me cry. Oh, um, wow. And I, I get that it's it's hard to understand for those of you who literally don't care about Star Wars at all. Um, it seems to be everybody these days. Yeah, I know. What the heck? It's kind of a whole thing. Um, but Star Wars means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've written Star Wars music. Joshua has written an entire f- Star Wars first, story first season. First season of the Star Wars story of himself. It means a lot to us and and it's I mean, we were burned by the rise of Skywalker. I liked The Mandalorian. I didn't like Boba Fett. I, I hated like Obi-Wan. I Obi-Wan's and okay. And there that and we've talked about Star Wars a lot and there is always good and bad to Star Wars. That's nothing true, new. True, very true. We're not going to act like the prequels are 100% A-plus, five-star movies. They're or not. Or even um, C. 
<laughs> yeah. Tier. Um, it's pretty ter- pretty terrible across the board of those movies. Um, so this is nothing new. It was just the first... Obi-Wan was the first time I, I felt a genuine distaste for something they they gave me mm. um you didn't feel distaste for rise of skywalker not not really because i was like at this point i can i could wrap my head around why it happened mm. you know i they didn't go in with a plan and they 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 mess it up and they the whole thing that happened with ryan johnson and the whole fan backlash How could they um I, I it makes 100% total sense how they would screw up the ending of the trilogy so badly. Um, but Obi-Wan Kenobi like I can't I still can't wrap my head around why that show is so completely terrible in my opinion. <laughs> Compared to I mean I'm going to have to make I'm going to have to make a freaking video on this some someday just to I prove to, to you all it. what I'm talking about. If you just look at these two series and this one's not even over yet. <laughs> True. But if you just look at them side by side, I can see a difference. I don't know if anybody else can. Just by the way it looks, mm-hmm. and then we can get into more of the reasons why I think Andor works where Kenobi didn't, um, because I'm ranting and I should let you talk soon. No, no, no. And no. I haven't even I haven't even really talked about Andor that much yet. Um, <laughs> this, this is, what is all we my want. intro. This is what we want. <laughs> Uh, just having a, 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 a train of thought that's going to go forever. Um, and I'd, I already lost it. I don't, uh, yeah, I over. didn't like <laughs> Obi-Wan. And I, I loved the first three episodes of Andor. I cried. He um, I shed a tear at the I sheer beauty tear. of the art. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll get into a deeper discussion. But where were you at going into it? What were your expectations? All that. Yeah, I mean, it was just like... Like you said earlier, when when they brought up that they were going to make an Andor TV show, I was like, oh, didn't he die in the movie he was in? How can they, are they going to resurrect him? So it's a prequel show about a character who we know dies in the movie he's in. I was like, how are they going to make this interesting at all? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a quote in Rogue One that stuck with me uh, throughout these three episodes because there's like this flashback story to when Cassian is younger. Uh, and the quote is, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. like a teenager in this uh, flashback before he knew anything about the Empire. And it kind of confused me a little bit. There's a bit of continuity mm-hmm. error there. But... I just, I don't know. I didn't really expect anything from this show. I knew that the trailers looked mm-hmm. good and like, okay, things can look good. That doesn't mean they are good, right? And this yes. is, it's a, it's a right. story about such an unimportant character in the grand scheme of things. Sure, he, mm-hmm. as my dad said when I told him this, his immediate rebuttal was, he's a guy that stole the Death Star plans. And I'm like, yes, that's true. But he's only yes, that, that in this one movie. Right now, he's a completely insignificant person. Mm-hmm. He's not even a rebel yet. At the beginning, yes. in these first three episodes, he's not even part of the rebellion. He's just a guy. The rebellion tra- isn't even a thing yet. It's not even a thing yet. Yeah. Mon Mothma is still in the Senate. 
right? She's That's not right. even hiding. Can't wait for that stuff, man. So, and so my my initial thoughts were, how can they possibly make this character interesting? That is the wrong way to look <laughs> at this, and maybe mm-hmm. Star Wars as a whole. Yeah. The characters aren't as important to me as the galaxy. And now I think Jordan Jordan might already know where I'm going with this. I like world building. Okay? Uh, never and, heard that one before. And and I like it so much that if it's really good, the characters don't even have to speak. It it it's it doesn't matter to me. I can just exist in this world and be teleported mm-hmm. to some other galaxy far, far away and just be happy to see the imagination of these cool artistic people come to fruition. And mm-hmm. that I really, really enjoy. So giving us a less important character and giving us new planets with new people and this new Preoxy company something or other that's kind of aligned with the Empire, but isn't the Empire, and has their own weird rules and forces set on all these planets. I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. All this new things to see, and no one has the Force, and no one has a lightsaber, and I can just exist in in these normal people's lives and see how these political systems and these chaotic uh company overruling authoritarian forces can mm-hmm. you know how they feel in other people's lives and how it affects them and how it makes them feel and what they're going to do against those forces and i'm like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it was amazing yeah. i was flabbergasted by how great it was to have this less than important character tell this monumentally important story in you know reflecting in our own world and our own feelings and things in Mm -hmm. in the way that worlds and companies and governments function and their ability to control people and how people like to fight against those things and it's very much reflective in this show, yes, and it feels it very good to see those stories represented, even if they're being represented by a large company that owns a ton of things, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I can go into yeah. all sorts of semantics yeah, yeah, on that thing. sort of stuff. Yeah. But I just, I was, I was, I was blown away yes. by how they were able to c- so quickly suck me back in to the star wars universe and they're like hey check out these new planets and these new secrets and these new things and i was like oh yes Yes. (laughs) (laughs) all it takes is your thing not to be said on tatooine and i'm in like (laughs) that's what i said i was like i was telling my parents i was like you guys how annoying is it that you know, you look better with the two lights. Yeah, you got a yeah, nice yeah. duo tune thing. Going I was like, on. Oh, I don't know about this. No, you look like, great. Oh, yeah. You look great. Trust. Thank you. Um, I was telling my parents about how I was so annoyed that there's always a desert planet. You mm-hmm. know, they go to Tatooine, they go to Jakku, they go to Geonosis. Literally, all three trilogies have scenes in desert planets. 
yep. and uh, except Hoth. But or yeah, my dad was like, "What about Hoth and Kashyyyk and Endor?" <laughs> and then I thought, "Huh, that's funny, Endor, Andor." Um, oh, had they yes. come up with that, you know? Similar. <laughs> um, sorry, train of thought. Um, and so I was, you know, this this new planet that they're on. I don't even remember what it's called. Fer- Fest or something. So yeah, I don't remember. Cassian um, is from Fest quotes. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. It it sort of like it's like a wet desert planet or something. Like there's trees yeah. and stuff, and it's definitely it's like, like still um, a little sandy, but it's yeah. I don't it know. It reminded me of like. I got the vibe of like a, a like a northeast type town or northwest type yeah. town. Like it's kind of cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was <laughs> just it was it, cool it to felt see fresh. A, a it was very yeah, populated too. Town. It was yeah, like yeah. you know, uh, kind of like um, the favelas in uh, Brazil or something. All the buildings are stuck together, stacked on top of each mm, other. Yeah. Very tight corridors. Um, reminiscent of the opening sequences of The Incredible Hulk, uh, oh, one might say. Yes. Um, Sao Paulo kind of vibes. Yes. And um, I don't know. It it was just. It felt like, it felt like Star Wars without the need for all of the, light versus dark. You know, there's yes. no in the middle. Now we have. A, a protagonist who is very much in a moral gray mm-hmm. and um we Kill get to people. see literally he he kills people in the first scene he kills people it's and not like just because for self defense you know like he yeah. he's out here killing people and it was kind of for self defense but more or less just to keep his cover right yeah. like mm-hmm. he's he's out getting mugged by police or something right and then one of them accidentally dies and he knows that if he goes with this policeman to the cops then they're gonna arrest him and he's gonna lie Mm -hmm. about it and blah 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 so he just takes him out and then runs yep and yeah we should just like talk about the the plot what's happening in the show as of as of so far so the um the opening scene is very uh, Blade Runner 2049. Mm. Um, yes. He's like in this kind of neon city type thing, goes to this kind of brothel type place. Um, and he says... It's actually more reminiscent of the first Blade Runner, but um, uh, you haven't, haven't seen, seen that, that yet. So. <laughs> um, he is looking for his sister. Um, and what I loved about this is that he, in the very first scene, he, he asks the, like the lady at the bar if he has seen if she has seen his sister and then that's he doesn't mention it again in the rest of the three episodes but you know right from the get-go that he's looking for his sister and then they complement that with flashbacks to him on um canary his home world mm-hmm. um and throughout the three episodes you see this flashback story about how he um was Taken, rescued from Canari, leaving his sister there, and none of that is communicated with words. It's yeah, just communicated no by showing you. Yeah, because they're not speaking English. Right. And all it is is he's being taken off. I'm off track, but he's he's being taken off world, 
um, with his kind of adopted mother, Marva, and it just shows a, a shot of a girl. You don't even know that it's his sister, but you do because it's storytelling. Mm. Um, anyway, so the first scene, he's looking for his sister, and these two cops are at the bar, and they're hassling him. And then they follow him out of town, and they're hassling him. They're like, hey, man, you were mean to us. I'm going to pull a gun on you and arrest you. And Cassian's like, I'm not having any of that. So he uh, he gets into a little brawl and accidentally kills the first officer and then has to kill the second officer because he knows if he gets ar- he's going to get arrested because he just killed this officer. So he has to kill the other guy. And then that's the inciting incident to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, Andor goes back to his current living situation, Phoenix or Ferrix or whatever the planet's called. Um, I don't and yeah, we talked about the kind of landscape. It's kind of cold and rainy, and um, it is like very cold. I noticed everybody had like you could see their breaths. Yes, but it I looked, loved that. But it looked like a desert. I also loved that. What the heck, dude? And you can just see, you can see the breath, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, it's cold there. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's just that's world building. It's simple world building. Ugh. You know the temperature outside. Yeah, it's um, amazing. And yeah, and I think something that Andor has that rogue one didn't have is like really good character writing um Mm. rogue one i think gets held back because it the only thing we know about cassian in that movie is that he's been in this fight since i was six years old yeah that's all we know about the guy um we know about Jin, but the other four guys i don't even know their names um we know that Uh, the guy's a pilot and the other guy is uh has a gun Um, Um, and deke yeah no that's not right that's from that's from uh, for all mankind. Another show that uh. brought me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in Andor, he has kind of a group of of friends that we see: his adopted mother Marva, um, his little droid called B, which B. is a great I love uh, that droid. new droid. I love it. His design and everything. There's mm-hmm. a scene towards the beginning where we see B, and he's just it's kind of like Wally. He's just kind of like rolling through the city with this yeah, great yeah. music and it's just a little it's just a little fun it's just a little droid it's so um, cute and I'm not gonna remember all the names cause uh, so I pulled it up here oh good he has a a, a, a lady interest friend um named Bix Bix um, dark lighter Bix owns some sort of company in the town um and selling parts uh, and trading this other parts guy named Tim yeah what the is heck like Tim that guy's name and is Bix Tim? are dating. <laughs> That's worse yeah. than Duncan Idaho. Oh, All and right. this is um their sex in Star Wars now. First time ever. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean Anakin and Padme, but anyway. Um <laughs> that threw me off that threw me off guard. I was like, Whoa. This Whoa. is Star Wars. Um, well they did it in Eternals, so they had to do it in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we can do this now. Um Tim is in it. Um That's probably just that the actor's name. name is. They're yeah. like, oh, I don't remember your name. Let's just call you Tim. But I just, I love the the chemistry between those characters. And you really get, like, the feeling of they're on this planet and they're really just, like, going through the drudgery of their lives. Like, going to work. And, like, <laughs> they like a couple times they're talking about how Cassian always has girls over. And, like, you just kind of, <laughs> kind of like, what are, you, what are you doing, Cassian? You're always running around with different women and like yeah. stealing stuff and what's going on with probably this just guy. one of your girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Um, I just really like the, 
in just three episodes, you like you get the vibe of all these characters. Um, and then there's these cops, basically premores. I think is what they're called. Premore corporate officers or something. Um, they call them blues because they wear blue. Yeah, they they uniform. wear some pretty sweet outfits. Um, there's this officer who finds out that somebody killed some of his colleagues on this planet in the first scene and he's like we got to go get this guy who killed him and his um uh what's the superior uh, officer superior officer is like nah dude just cover it up make them sound like heroes and he's like what yeah he's his first he's so, taste of corruption yeah he's so committed to his mission that he disregards his um, superior officer's orders, and he puts yeah. together a team to go track this guy down and bring him to justice because he's so engaged and committed to his holy mission that he's on. Um, fantastic character. I, I, I think yeah, he's I think he's going to be a great the, villain. He might be a little young for the role. Yeah. I think just and like the way he this, looks, he's like promoted and stuff, and yeah. but he's like younger than everybody's bossing around. But he's that's bossing fine. people around. And there's another officer, and they get this duo dynamic, like oh, the tall, amazing. skinny one and the shorter, rounder one. Like he's, it's like he's the classic Scottish, duo thing. He's and so Scottish. I don't know how many times he said "sir," but it <laughs> comes out like "sa, sa." Thank you, sa. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, so they're tracking Cassian down, and Tim rats him out, and Tim's the reason <laughs> he gets found, and then. Uh, Tim gets shot by the cops later when they're looking for him. Um, and then Stellan yeah, Skarsgård shows up. Freaking Stellan Skarsgård. He is yeah. incredible. He's so good in everything. Um, I loved it when he's he, in Mama Mia. he showed up. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is there because he um, he knows Bix somehow, and he basically contracted buy. Cassian to steal this Empire thing. Um, a little box that has codes in it or something. It's called a star um, path. Star Me path. and my father theorized that it was a way oh. to, like for smugglers to have a navicomputer mm-hmm. that could navigate the stars without being traced by uh, the Empire or something for secret yeah. smuggling missions. Continue. Something important. Um, and so Stellan Skarsgård is there, and he, he is kind of, you get the idea that he's recruiting a partner to help him start a rebellion mm. of sorts. Um, anyway, that's kind of the gist of the first three episodes. Um, and where do I want to go with it? I, I think what something that really I was pleased with is that it is so aggressively against fan service. And the, um, the writer and director have talked about this openly where they're just like, our goal was to be as... As like as little Star Wars as possible while still being Star Wars, right? And like, it would have been so easy. Like, think of Solo for example. They're like, okay, we're gonna make a Han Solo movie. Um, so we're gonna like we're gonna find out where he got his gun. We're gonna find out where he got his vest. We're gonna find out where he got his name. The Falcon, Chewie, where he meets Lando. And it would have been so. And I like that movie, but and the Kessel Run. Yeah. What they decided to do with Andor is, like, it would have been so easy to be like, okay, it's Cassie and Andor. 
let's find out how he meets K2SO, which they might still do. Um, but like a K2, the droid that he's with in Rogue One. Um, let's have him bump into Jin Erso on a planet and be like, that's Jin Erso from Rogue One. Or bump into the pilot guy or, or right. uh, what, um, Mads Mikkelsen or somebody from that movie. Um, and, and and make it. He like, is going to meet Forrest Whitaker. That's true. Um, but it it was so surprising and to me that they were like they went they were like we're going to make this a really like complex deep drama about an immigrant and like talk about fascism and like that sort of thing and it's going to be great <laughs> and like you said there aren't any lightsabers or anything at this point I'm just going to make a if this is going to be a hardcore gritty Star Wars thing it's not even that it's still Star Wars, but yeah. like, I was just thrilled that they took an approach that I didn't expect. And to, I mean, just like, I talk all the time about visuals and the way this show is shot. The creators also talked about how they didn't want to use the volume very much. They shot a lot on real locations. Um, the volume being like the LED screens mm-hmm. um, that the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and Obi Wan were shot on primarily lots of real locations um and just like the little things like that go into world building like set design costume design like the costumes that the pre-war officers wear are just like you can see the individual threads and like stuff like that i just like that a lot because you can just it immerses you in the in the world of the movie when you can be like cassian and his friends don't live on a very clean planet so their clothes are kind of dirty that Mm -hmm. makes sense Instead of like Obi Wan's clothes are constantly like machine washed, even though he lives in a desert, it's like okay, yeah. Um, and the music, and he uses sound design and music together a lot. Where this guy, this like bell tower worker, like goes up the stairs and he like just simple details. Like this guy, all his job is is to go upstairs and ring and like hit a bell with hammers, and they make him like a super charismatic character because he like he does these poses yeah before he like gets ready to do it and he goes Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you know and so he hits it it, the bell plays a tone and then the music fades in and it's with the tone of the bells Mm -hmm. and it's like filmmaking sort of like your harmonica in the last episode (laughs) yes i hope you guys like that well there's also Um, like the um when the when everybody in the town sees all the primors mm-hmm. and they start hitting their little metal things. It's like, that was awesome. And you hear it for like the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes a little hard when they are literally start talking about it and they're like, but when yes. it stops, it's scary. <laughs> oh and then it stops. Yes. And you're like, Oh, I think it would have was... been a little cooler if they didn't, talk about it and then it just stopped out of nowhere mm, and then yeah. you would have you would have noticed it that's fair but yeah i think but that that scene that was just like perfect tension building where it's like you see these like officers like marva's talking to them and she's like um like you said talking about how it's like a show of solidarity or whatever but when it stops that's when you really want to be worried and then it stops and the officers freak out yeah. And they leave. And then 
the the whole like action scene with Stellan Skarsgård and Cassian, and the and they came up with this is what I'm talking about with like in Obi Wan, they're like okay we're gonna have Obi Wan and Darth Vader, they're gonna fight, but Obi Wan's just gonna kind of like run away, and uh, and Darth Vader's gonna walk slowly towards him and they're just gonna run away again. Mm-hmm. Um, contrast that with this show where it's like we're gonna have two guys shooting towards these guys and they're like five or six guys shooting towards them but we're gonna do that in the most creative way possible by setting it in this like warehouse where where there are these like heavy machinery parts i don't know what they do but they're they're big heavy machinery parts maybe engines or something held up by chains and pulley systems and whenever they shoot one it like goes down and like crushes the guy and they all start falling and it's interesting to watch and look at mm-hmm. because they put time and energy into planning out okay this is an action sequence we're going to make this interesting instead yeah. of just doing the bare minimum guy stands behind a wall peeks around and shoots you know that sort of thing and i think uh just to add on to your point that maybe 20 years ago or even 10, 15 years ago, um, a guy standing around a corner peeking and shooting was interesting because it wasn't mm-hmm. done a hundred million times. Yeah. But every sci-fi thing and every regular, you know, action sequence, like the Gray Man or something, it's it's we've seen shootouts a hundred billion times. Yeah. And so when people as you said take the time and effort to come up with a creative set piece then it's like oh wow this is cool like i'm literally sitting there thinking this is a cool set piece mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. like yeah like you said like the the world that they're in is or like the the set piece that they're having the sequence in is changing over the course of the fight which i think is in- integral integral integral, integral. To yeah. the quality of the set piece, you look at um, Obi Wan versus Anakin. They're constantly moving throughout the facility. You look yes, at um, in Episode Three, right? You look at uh, Obi Wan versus Darth Maul with Qui Gon there as well. Yes. They're constantly moving through the set piece, changing places, changing elevation, all that stuff. That's but then you watch, so awesome. you watch uh, Count Dooku versus Yoda. And the only cool thing <laughs> is Yoda flipping around, but then you yeah. realize that that looks stupid, and you're like, yep. "Oh, that's boring and lame." Or you <laughs> look at like if you want to go to Harry Potter, all of the wizard fights are the same. You know, you're shooting yep. your wands and you're blocking Ooh. spells and stuff. It's boring. Yep. But then you go to Fantastic Beasts, uh, the third one, Secrets of Dumbledore, and you get this fight in like the Nether Realm, and you got all this crazy stuff going on and all these wacky spells and cool visuals and stuff, and mm-hmm. now it's cool, right? So being able to put a little bit of extra time and effort to create a space for a fight and have that f- space change over the course of the fight creates yeah. a very interesting fight. Um, side note, just to spring mm-hmm. off of this a little bit here, yes. just to kind of spring. Spring. Um. I've played a few rounds of Dungeons and Dragons, Mm -hmm. and this is something that they do for that very, very well, is that they build this set piece for you, right? And over the course of your battle, 
the room will change and there be you know like in in the specific instance we're fighting in this dungeon with all these big pillars holding up the space and you fight and oh you miss well if you miss it doesn't mean that your attack just wisped off into the ether it hits a yeah. pillar the pillar falls and the dungeon master has like okay after five or six pillars fall then part of the roof caves in and now you can't use as much of the space and it kind of sure. it changes how you look at the fight and how you play the fight and all that sort of stuff so it 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 sucks you in it makes it more interesting you have to think about things more often yeah. and so it it's just ooh ooh yeah i think a great example of that in film too is the john wick trilogy um have you seen those i haven't seen any of them we need to watch those yeah we should yeah i i really like all three of them um and the thing about those movies is it's yes yeah i'm I'm pumped for it the thing about those movies is like there is a very high level of world building um but there is a very low level of plot Mm -hmm. so the first john wick i'm okay uh, john it starts john wick has just lost his wife his wife buys him or buys him gifts him a puppy to -hmm. keep him company since she is now dead um, because they knew it was coming or something and then a russian guy kills his puppy and then the rest Mm. of the movie is john wick is trying to get to this guy who killed his puppy and that's that that is the plot of the movie and that's it um but it's one of the greatest action movies ever made because each set piece is so expertly designed and choreographed it's performance art that's what that's what this is is right. you know action choreography um if it was just you know guys enemies walking through a door and John Wick shooting them over and over again that would be boring but True. they this whole movie is made around how do we make a sequence where John Wick is in his house and 10 guys are coming to his house to kill him how do we make that as interesting as possible um or like say Daredevil the one take shot in episode mm. 2 of Daredevil um, how do we do this? One hallway shot as creatively as possible. That sort of thing. Right. And this, it's what we like to see. And we're getting that here in Andor. Mm. Um, and I, one of the two, I have two other main points that, <laughs> two other main points that we can touch on. Um, and I want to know what you think about this one too, is um, I was thinking about, I love this show for what it is. And like we talked about, like it's not, uh, the force isn't really a thing yet. I don't know if it will be or not, but the force, no real lightsabers or Jedi or anything. Like I love it, but at the same time, is it really what I want from Star Wars right now? Not necessarily. Like I think it is amazing, Mm. but there is part of me that really, I wish there was content from the Star Wars universe that like focused on the thing that makes Star Wars like unique, which is like you can set a science fiction story that like this Cassie and Andor story could be any any different science fiction universe, right? True. But Star Wars the the thing that makes Star Wars unique in my opinion is the existence of the force. And everything is kind of built around that. Sure. Okay. Um and there's kind of it feels like they're so they're they're scared to they're like people only like lightsabers for a limited time 
They don't want to see them all the time because they'll get bored of lightsabers. Um, and they don't really, up until now in live action, they don't really touch Jedi lightsabers, the Force, in places that aren't connected to the Skywalker saga. Like, we haven't, like, we're going to get some things in the future probably, but they don't, like, there's not a live action Old Republic movie, yeah. you know? And praying for that. It's like they're, the they're, they, it feels like they think the Force and lightsabers are just like children's toys that they don't want to be like caught playing with. Mm. And it's like, we want to be serious and like have, and, and make this grounded and stuff. So we're not going to use that silly Force stuff. Um, but I, I'm feeling a real need for some really engaging Star Wars content that focuses on Jedi and Sith and that sort of thing um, outside of the Skywalker saga. Because even Andor is like, how many times are we going to see the beginning of the Rebellion? Like, I feel like we've seen this right. many, 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 many times already. I'm here for it. I think this is going to be the best representation of that. Um, but I, d- there is like a small part that I'm like, but what if we did something even more outside of the norm and right. went outside of this like 50 year time span that we've been stuck in for so long, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I do agree that I think, I think we do need some outside of the Skywalker saga stuff. I think it's easier for them to pull a lot of people in with this mm-hmm. main timeline thing. And obviously you know, as much as we want them to just create art for the sake of art, uh, Disney is a company and they have to make yes. money, blah, 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 whatever. Unlucky. Um, even though, honestly, they can literally live off of Marvel movies for an eternity and make whatever mm-hmm. else they want forever. It doesn't matter. But they're going to make money to make money. So, um, I don't know. I think... I'm not really s- as tied to the Force and lightsabers... I guess, as you mm-hmm. would say that you are. Sure. Um, it's true what you say that, like, Andor could be set in any other Star Wars universe or yep. any other sci-fi universe um, and just as easily tell the exact same story. Like, even the the Primors could literally be the exact same thing yeah. in some other universe. All the names and the planets and everything because it's so disconnected. Mm-hmm. from Star Wars itself. All that stuff could be exactly the same and just be like, hey, this isn't Star Wars, and it would be the same. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that really detracts from it. No, I think yeah. the story, you know, I, I just think it's it, it works so well regardless. Um, yeah, for sure. And so putting the Star Wars name on it draws a couple more people in, and I... Yeah. You know, I can appreciate that, especially as we've we said in the last episode that we wanted people to see this because we want Star Wars and Disney to know that this is good. Right. Yes. This is is what we want. And of course, um, you know, attaching the Andor name, a character from a movie not in the main sequence about a character that dies at the end of that movie. It's never going to be what obi-wan was even though obi-wan was bad people aren't gonna watch this one even if it's really really good and i don't follow as many movie and tv people on twitter as you do so my twitter Mm -hmm. isn't as like 
easily flooded with that sort of thing. But I have still seen a ton of people on Twitter going like, mm. this is it, you guys. You got to yeah. watch this. Um, there was one tweet that's, that's that was like, um, I think Andor is so good that Star Wars fans, in parentheses derogatory, uh, yes. are going to hate it. And I've I was like, oh, that's too. hilarious. And it's so true. Yeah, Star Wars fans are disgusting. Uh, yeah. You know, we are them, but we're not them. You know, honestly, we're not. We're not those. That we're because, not the derogatory Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fans. <laughs> uh, because there's a movie that we love called The Last Jedi, yes. and uh, it's really, really great. And it's directed yeah. by Ryan Johnson, and he's a fantastic writer director. And you should really check out all of his stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's super great. That movie's super good. It's a great movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it slipped under the radar for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about wanting people to watch it. Like, I just. I just want to, like, I'm begging everybody, anyone and everyone to watch Andor. Um, I, I don't know. I just, like you said, I don't want Disney to think that this show was a flop because if, if it doesn't do well, they're not going to do anything like it again, Mm -hmm. which I'm already surprised that it got made anyway. Honestly. Yeah. Um, There was a tweet about that too. Just like, this show is so like anti big corporation and like it has a it doesn't have a, a white lead and like it's um the themes are very it is a, it is very like political type show and and mm-hmm. Star Wars has always been political regardless True. of what people will want you to think. Um George Lucas was very open about that. Um uh-huh. and especially the prequels are super political. Yes. Um uh, almost, I'd say, to a fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what can you do? Um, Everything in those movies is to a fault. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of Star Wars fans, quote derogatory, or parentheses derogatory, um, are angry about that. Um, but I just, I have a passion for... Like if you if this isn't for you that is okay and if Obi Wan is for you that's also okay, but I also, I, I there is also another part of it where, it's like I don't want to have a industry where, um, the people with money are only incentivized to put money behind things that are, um, just safe products safe and for just product like make the money don't put any effort into it Mm -hmm. um because there are just like and it really i think it really i'm obviously not in the industry i'm not i don't know all the ins and outs but for the vast majority of the people who are making these films they they are doing everything with the best intentions like it, it really is the the people at disney at you know, w- the big companies with the money. Warner Brothers is a great example mm-hmm. right now because they are basically just today. I read that um, Olin Rogers lost his entire final space is gone because Warner Brothers um, is taking 2D animation projects and destroying them for tax write offs because they oh think good. people don't care about them and they don't make enough money. Warner so Brothers they're doing a lot of creators. tax write offs lately. What are they doing? Yes, it's all for they got new ownership and they're like, how do we make more money? Let's um just trash everything that hasn't made 
a lot of money, quote. Um, Olin Rogers spent five years making a passion project, and it's going to be gone. For like, You literally can't buy it physically, digitally. It will be gone. Wow. Um, but that, that is the, the high-ups of the corporate people. The filmmakers and, and, and people who are making these films want to make good art. Mm-hmm. And I want us as consumers to celebrate things like Andor over things like even like Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, it's fine. But I don't want every movie to just be like, hey, you guys remember this thing from that other movie? You know, yeah. it's like... I, I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, you are. But I, I hear I it. just I want us to collectively support the show because as of right now it's it's far from over. I could hate it by the end. That's no, true. I won't. Even now, with just three episodes out, it's better than it, things from the past I don't know, five years. When did the last Jedi come out? I don't know. Since then. Since the last it's Jedi the came out. It's the best Star Wars. It's the best Star Wars since, since the last, last Jedi. Jedi. Wow. And probably it's even better than better than Mandalorian. Jedi and the Force Awakens. It's probably better than three It's probably than the best thing since Empire Strikes Back. So Holy. That's a claim that I'm making. Well, we'll see once once yeah. I I have a fear and I wanted to end on this oh, fear yeah. because oh, no. you know, we've talked end so much fear. yes, we've talked so much positive <laughs> about this. I thought I'd bring up one thing. Oh, I no. fear that the show starts off with this really great gripping beginning but now he's part of the rebel alliance he's gonna meet forrest whitaker he's gonna meet mon mothma Mm -hmm. he's gonna Mm -hmm. meet borg gullet and uh (laughs) maybe not but (laughs) and 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 i'm just i'm worried that it's gonna become the norm and we we had this great beginning you know and then they're just like okay now we're now we just go back to formula sure Back uh, to formula. <laughs> that's, yeah. Do you know how much I sacrificed? Yeah, Jordan is Willem Dafoe. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm worried I get that, that mm-hmm. it could turn that way. But yeah. I think regardless, I would it's going to look good. It's going to look amazing. I, I, I have so much faith in the the writer specifically, Tony Gilroy. Mm-hmm. I think he, everything he's said about it has been very promising. Um, it is obviously going to get, like, Mon Mothma's going to show up, like you said. Um, Forrest Whitaker's character. Um, Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera is going to show up, all that stuff. And they might they might be like, this. here's Orson Krennic, here's K2SO, here's Jyn Erso. And I'd be like, I'd be here for that because you earn it by giving us other good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, fan service should be, like, peppered in here and there, not the entire thing. Right. <sighs> yeah. Everybody go watch Andor, please. Seriously. It's so it it started off so promising. Okay. You were talking oh. about a great shot from some other thing. I don't remember what you were talking about specifically, mm. but it made Today. me think, yeah, earlier in this podcast, you oh, talked about a specific that. shot that you liked. <laughs> and I don't remember oh, yeah. mm-hmm. what it was. But it made me think of a specific shot in Andor that I really liked. And I was going to bring it up then, but then you just had this so many great points and I couldn't really interject. <laughs> so I'm going to say so it now. No, no, no. Say it was it fantastic. Now. It was phenomenal. Uh, there's a shot. It, well, first off, the editing in the show, phenomenal. Ooh. The amount of the, mm. the way that the credits rolled, all three episodes 
were mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. and the music was different rolling into the credits phenomenal i uh, love the title card it like starts off where it's you very like slow a, a planet it is very slow but i like it yeah lot. no it was great like, wow and and the transitions between flashbacks and current time felt natural like almost mm-hmm. you knew that it was going to happen oh and yes. these chapters yeah. were built so well together they meshed very well the stories are not the same but they kind of feel like they're building the same message almost mm-hmm. and uh one is explaining the other kind of a thing yeah and there's a shot parallelism yeah there's a there's a shot when they transition from the present to the past and it's after the leader girl of the tribe is killed and mm-hmm. he stays behind to mess with the ship or whatever and there's this shot through the porthole and it's just all black and then it's lit from the back in Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you watch him climb in, and it's symmetrical octagon-shaped hallway thing, <laughs> yeah. and it's—I was just like, oh, <laughs> yep. It it just looked incredible, so great. You know, it's like him. It's it's literally a character entering a new world, and mm-hmm. they show it with like all the light in the back is his old world, and he, and and he's coming into this dark new space and you just (laughs) just help me remember he is he walks into this like computer room Mm -hmm. and everything's shiny and he sees his reflection and he's not this isn't this isn't conveyed through words he sees this reflection and he like he's confused and he touches it because this is the first time he's seen his reflection Mm -hmm. because he lives on this like forest planet that's very like low technology and I it, did like he's never seen his reflection before. Yeah, and I, I thought the like, same wow. thing, but my dad mentioned that there's like rivers and water and stuff. Yes, but I but think it's not in that terms clear of, clear, of yeah, 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 in terms yeah, of yeah. clarity. Yeah, he's seeing his reflection for the first time. Yes, he's like touching his face. He's like, "What the heck?" It's like, wow, this is what I look like. And then <gasps> just out of pure rage, he starts just like for no Kylo for Renning. no real reason. He just starts like hitting stuff with his stick. Because he's like, I'm mad about this. You guys came to my planet and killed my friend. Gosh, this is great story. So good, wow. I um, I don't know. And the best part, I don't know where it's gonna go next. And it, yeah. it is like, I'm gonna be, I am gonna be disappointed that there's only gonna be one episode next week. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm really gonna want a whole another three episodes. Um, but. I re- I really liked the I didn't feel like the episodes I've seen a few people complain about like when the episodes end like thinking they were like the credits rolled at weird spots but I didn't really I didn't really feel that way but sometimes they me. felt like almost jarring because the music kind of continues on into them and it feels yeah. like a hard cut I have fallen in love with credits rolling at random times mm, it's yes. something that I've just thought like, okay, there's like, there's like a cliffhanger or something. And I literally am yelling at my phone, roll the credits. <laughs> and then it does. And I'm like, yes. yes! Um, you know what show does that a lot for all mankind. I'm not even going to let you guess. <laughs> oh my goodness. So many episodes and exactly it. where I want them to. It, oh, so great. Man, I need to watch it's that. It's really, show. really good. Yeah. You're going to run out of episode now. 
I don't know why <laughs> you're hung up on this. You just need. I I understand that the episodes are long, and you have a, a they're thing. so long. You have a thing yeah. about things being long and 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 pacing or <laughs> whatever. Do. But you just gotta watch it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like literally, I was enthralled instantaneously. I was like, "This yeah. is real. I need to be here for this." <laughs> and then I was watching them every week. I couldn't wait for the next episode to come out. I was <laughs> I was there immediately. Yeah, you have no I, idea, bro. I love that you, for you. <laughs> you. You have no clue how good, how crazy things get in this I show. I know. I once I watch like the next few episodes i'm sure i'll be hooked because it takes me it oh. takes me a couple episodes to get hooked into a show unlike cassie and andor's show here mm-hmm. um but i had three episodes and they weren't an hour and a half long each so <laughs> but oh we're hitting an hour here so let's yeah, go let's, ahead and just let's cap it go ahead and call it uh next week is october already no we have one more it will be it will be spooktober right Oh my gosh! Do I have to watch all? Do I have to watch three street seasons of Stranger <laughs> Things before next <laughs> Thursday? We, we could move that to the last. Well, we could switch it around and do like Quiet Place first. I That's guess. true. I on, then I only anyway, have to watch one. Movie. We'll do something spooky. Is that accurate? Is it uh, spooky? Spooktober next week? Because this is yes. going to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On it will be okay. It will be. Yep. Fantastic. So. um... Let's do Stranger Things. I want to do Stranger Things. It's it. newer. We'll do it. First. I don't know how that conversation is going to go because I'm not going to watch all four seasons over again. But we're just we going to talk just, about it. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. We haven't great. really even talked about season four. Yeah. We were, were kind of a little late. October. Yeah. We need to... Um, I wish you were going to be here for Halloween so we could watch uh, The Shining and eat chili yeah. together. Yeah. Wow. I, I'll still do that. I'll make chili yeah. and I'll watch it with Heck you over yeah. the internet. You want my recipe? I would love it. Actually, yeah. I think it's Grandma's recipe, yeah. or one of Grandma's friends' recipes. It's it's on. It's, it's in that a big Grandma book. recipe. Yeah, I gotcha. So cool. Well, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. um see you guys next week. I'm, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Um, please go watch. And the next episode won't be too um, far off. No, it won't be. It'll depending be on what day days. this comes out. Yeah, probably Friday. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Friday. There you go. For the weekend. Um, so you're seeing this and you're hearing it. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you. And watching. Um, we appreciate that you guys um, do that. So we'll keep bringing you some hot, fresh content. We're going to be on TikTok pretty soon, if not already by the time you're listening to yep, this. Yep, so, yep. We're, we've um, brought on a new, a new member to the team. Yes. And they've elected to slowly not necessarily remain anonymous, but they're not going to appear <laughs> in any content. Yes. For now anyway. Per their wishes. Um Yeah. Yeah, we're slowly creating a um family business. Yes. So. We're we're gonna suck Employing everyone into this. Yeah. So we have it all planned out. Anyway. It's easy. Thank you guys for that. listening and watching. We will catch you guys in a few days. Bye.